You're listening to the Uncensored Direct Marketing Show. This show is designed for direct response marketers who want raw, unfiltered conversion tips and secrets to scale their offers profitably to reach their next million. I'm Maria Sparagas. I'm the founder of Direct Paynet and your host. Now let's dive in. Upsells. What is the best strategy for upsells? How many upsells should you have? How you should bill for them? Uh, what the price points should be? These are all questions that I get probably a couple of times a week. So I figured I'm going to record an episode for you guys so you can hear what are the most effective strategies for making the most amount of money for your upsells or your upsells in your cart. So I'm going to talk a little bit about how many upsells you should have, um, how you should bill for them, and then some key considerations uh, to ensure that obviously you maximize your revenue from upsells. Now, one thing that you have to keep in mind is how do you decide how many upsells you should have in your cart? Now, I see a whole range from one to on the low end to four on the high end. And the answer to that really depends on, you know, your funnel and your cart and what you're selling. So, you know, you need to determine first is what is the cost to acquire a customer and how big of a loss are you willing to handle um, in order to acquire that customer. So, you know, a lot of people would say, Hey, I want to make a profit right on day one, but we have to look at sometimes the big picture when you acquire a customer and you understand their buying habits and so forth, that data is very valuable. You can use it later on to sell them other things. So you may be willing to take a small loss to acquire the customer in order to be able to sell them other, uh, products or services. Um, obviously we, you know, we aim to, to make dollars on the first day, but if not, possible, then, um, you know, how big of a loss is it, is it possible for you to handle now, um, your total cost of front end with upsells, is it realistic or is it going to result in more chargebacks and refunds? What I mean by that is if, you know, you have your front end product plus three or four different upsells, if that ends up being seven or $800 total at the end of your cart, is that even realistic for your average customer? So it's important to know your demographic. It's important to know who you're selling to. And, you know, although you may be collecting all this money right up at the front end, is this going to cause more issues for you later, meaning with your customer service or your, your merchant accounts, if you get too many chargebacks and so forth. So keep that in mind. Uh, and then make a decision on how many upsells you should have in your cart. And this could be fluid, meaning you can test one, you can test two, you can test three, you can test four. My personal opinion is, you know, the, the maximum really should be three because in addition to your front end product, plus three upsells, that's four transactions. Um, that's a lot of line items that you're going to take up on somebody's credit card statement. So you best be sure that these things, these products are not going to, you know, cause any concern for the customer and he'll want to return them and so forth. So it really depends how much value you're providing. And obviously, um, you know, future wise, how many chargebacks or refunds can result from having all these upsells. The general rule, rule of thumb is between one and three, depending on the price points and the products that you're selling. So you can, I always try to, you know, err on the side of being conservative, start with one, perfect that and add more over time and test more. And then if you see that, you know, you've added three and that may be too much, you meaning you're losing too much money on refunds, chargebacks and so forth, then you scale back. 
So uh, those are the key considerations that you, you should determine in order um, to add upsells into your cart. Now, kind of once you've decided, hey, I want two upsells, or once you know, you, you've looked at your cart and you said, hey, I had three, I'm going to go down to two. Now, the bigger question is, should it be one transaction or should it be multiple transactions? Meaning, let's say you have a $67 front end and then your first upsell is 97, then 197, whatever the case is, should you be charging each individual transaction as it goes, or should you just be waiting at the end to charge the bulk amount? Now, you know, there's no hard and fast rule for any business. These are things that you should obviously test. But what we see typically, especially in direct response businesses like supplements or digital products or drop shipping products and so forth, is it is best usually to charge one item at a time. The reason for that is because if you charge all of it kind of cart style at the end, if the transactions end, ends up being four or $500, you're probably gonna get a lot more declines because the transaction amount is quite large and it may not go through or the, the client may not have money or their bank might you know, return a response like issuing bank decline. So you wanna charge one at a time so you can capture as many items or sales as you can um, and avoid you know, one bulk amount that may result in insufficient funds or more bank declines. Now, um, a couple of effective strategies to kind of test and to, to keep in mind when you have upsells is if you have more than one upsell. So when I say that, I mean, your front end is one transaction, then you have upsell one as another transaction, upsell two, three, and four, or how many ever you go, you should try to stagger those transactions for the following day if possible. Now you may ask, why would I do that? Wouldn't I want to keep the money all, you know, same day since I'm, you know, trying to capture as much money on the front end? Technically, yes, but credit card transactions kind of work, work a little bit differently. If you send one transaction, then you send another transaction a couple of seconds later, and you keep going at that rate for five transactions, your odds of getting the fourth and the fifth transaction start decreasing dramatically because the customer, the, the customer's bank will say, why is this merchant sending so many transactions? It, it kind of, it triggers some fraud alerts. Um, credit cards are still built for a card present environment, even though obviously e-commerce has taken over, especially in the last two years, but they still kind of work as why are there so many transactions within seconds of each other and who would buy that many transactions from, or products from one merchant um, in such a short amount of time. So when I say stagger the transactions the following day, you can try, and this is something definitely that you can test is you, you charge um, for a trans your front end transaction, your upsell one, and then you charge for upsell two and three, for example, the next day. And the reason is you give kind of a break um, to the customer's bank, and then they see it as a new kind of transaction series. Now, keep in mind, if you're shipping a product, um, you should maybe wait 24 hours before you ship it to make sure, you know, you can send one, uh, package for that. If it's a digital product, then you can have, you know, either one of two options, you can give the, the customer access and then remove it if they decline or B, you can give them some kind of trial access where you give them limited content for 24 hours until you charge that transaction. So there's some creative ways you can do that. But, um, if you see that you're, you know, if you, currently have upsells and you see your upsell two, three, and four are not doing so great, try to stagger them to the next day, meaning 
24 hours later, you charge uh, for the upsells and see how that works. And if it does work for you, please remember to send me a note. I'm always uh, very interested in hearing uh, success stories of, you know, different tips that you hear on my podcast. So um, another thing that we should do, or when you're creating your upsells or thinking about your strategy is never have the same price point in any transaction. So kind of building from my last point, if you're going to have individual transactions for the front end plus each upsell, then you never want to have the same price point because then your bank or the customer's bank will see it as a duplicate transaction. So if let's say you have your front end $67, you don't want to have your first upsell at $67 because the transactions are happening so close together, the customer's bank or depending on, you know, the, the different um, the different ways your bank is, you know, is configured, they might see that as a duplicate transaction. So you never want to have price points that are the same in any sequence of transactions. So if you have four upsells, make sure all the upsells have different prices. Um, if you have multiple processors, so if you have, you know, a couple of mids, um, that you're using in your business, you never want to switch a client to another mid during the transaction sequence. So if you have, you know, let's, let's go with the example. If you have two upsells plus your front end, three transactions in total, if you go front end upsell one, don't, if you get a decline or for whatever reason, don't take that customer and switch them to another mid for upsell two. The reason for that is that the CVV was used on the first transaction. It, it, it wasn't passed towards the, to the second transaction. So you're likely going to get more declines anyway. So keep the customers uh, within one transaction sequence at the same processor. Um, now this is not necessarily a payment strategy, but something that's, you know, really, uh, interesting is when you're thinking up, uh, about upsells and what you should do and so forth. One strategy that I see working very often with a lot of our merchants is they just offer more of the same. So if you're selling, for example, weight loss supp supplement, you just, you sell one month supply, your first upsell could literally be just two, three, four, or six more bottles of the same product. Um, it increases take rates because people are already coming there to buy it. Uh, and also the reason I'm talking about this, like payment strategy wise, is that you may want to avoid continuity and rebills by offering bulk buys. So you offer a bulk buy as your first upsell, you remove any type of continuity that lowers your chargebacks because, you know, continuity and rebuilds tend to have more chargebacks and you make a lot more money on the front end. So it's a win-win. Um, and obviously if a customer receives one bulk order, the likelihood of him or her charging back three, four, five months down the line, not, not that, not as high as if they get a monthly charge every month for one bottle. So keep that in mind, um, and, and test out all these things. So as usual, you know, make sure you test all these things. And, and one tip about testing, especially for upsells and different price points and so forth, create a log for yourself. So open an Excel spreadsheet, Google doc, whatever the case is, and write what you're going to be changing when you're going to be changing it. So then you can look at results, you know, a month later. The reason for that is because you're not, once you change upsell strategy or pricing or whatever uh, the case is, you won't know the effects on, you know, chargebacks or refunds or, uh, you know, how many hours of call center time you've saved until, you know, a couple of weeks later. So it's important to know which change you've made and 
what effect it had a couple of weeks or a couple of months later, depending on what you're doing. So I hope you found this information useful. Um, as always, if you have any other tips for upsells or any effective payment strategies that have worked for you, feel free to comment below or send me a note, an email, um, or anywhere on social media as usual. Subscribe, like, and share for more content on a weekly basis. And thank you for listening. 